Welcome back, dear listeners. This week, we continue our series on labor pains, not maternal, but financial, and what we here in America have come to know as work. It was my cohort, Jason, who initially brought my attention to the fact that work here is not what it is in other parts of the world. And I'm sure many of you listeners out there who have taken foreign languages in high school and college were taught a few things about other cultures and are well aware that places in Europe and other areas of the globe, people have an actual balance in their lives. In France, taking time with your family and time away from work is a month-long excursion, maybe even two months. In Italy, people take time from work not just a week or two uh, break once a year, but several weeks during different times of the year, during different seasons. I could be wrong, but we are only matched by our Asian counterparts, whom have always had a strong work ethic. But as Jason pointed out, we work ourselves till we are ill here in America, perhaps to our early graves. So in response to Jason's last episode here on Deep Spinach, I was privileged to speak to two young people, Ashley, aged 23, going on 24, and Xavier, 19, and just a smidge out of high school. And with the grim economy we are all facing as older seasoned workers, I wanted to know how our millennials were feeling about their futures. I've had late night conversations with a few of my own peers as I was house hunting a few years back. Many of us Gen Xers even had a hard time obtaining our first homes without the help of our parents. We certainly didn't have the resources to buy three and four bedroom homes with two car garages on our first attempt to buy a home. We were able to get into condos and townhomes though. And if some of us were feeling nervous about our prospects, frustrated with what our education cost and what it actually did for us in securing work versus what actual experience in any job we could land eventually got us. Well, it was interesting to hear what young people are thinking in today's market versus what we were thinking about 30 years ago. Please listen in while I ask two millennials how they feel about working in today's economy. So do you, is, is college on the pro, even on the horizon for you? Is it even a thought? Yeah. It's taken me a couple years now to try and get back into school and finish and get caught up with what I was doing and needed to do, um, hopefully at least. <laughs> Are you going to have to take out loans? Do you, will you try and get grants? Uh, no, I'm, I want to get a safe and save up cash if anything happens. I guess that's what I get for growing up with oldies as parents. <laughs> but we're supposed to live in this, supposed to be land-free, home of brave, and all that other crap, right? There was this video on Facebook of a gentleman that sat there, and he straight up was like, do you like being in the United States? And he's a full-on American, and he works for the government or something like that. And this man straight up, no. We're supposed to have freedom and all this other crap, and yet you don't get that. You, you still have to do all of this and do all of that and, and, and you still get taxed and this and that and it's ridiculous. You know, back in the day, you know, people had to worry, but not like this. People started finding different ways to try and make money because working two, three jobs wasn't cutting it either. Now women, girls nowadays, women can't take care of themselves and yet the only way that we can is by sitting there and, you know, sending dirty pictures or doing this and that's fucking ridiculous. But yet you're trying to prove a point on that you can take care of yourself without a man. Nowadays it's a hassle. You gotta have your diploma to get a good job. You gotta have this, you gotta have that work it to where you could bust your ass and be able to, you know, make it a certain point, but don't just listen to government, don't just listen to your parents, don't just listen to the fucking it. Just because your parents did this doesn't mean you have to. Just because your family went down one road doesn't mean you have to. Everybody's like, oh, I'm my own person. you damn right. What do you think are the greatest challenges that millennials face? Bills and school and the fact that a lot of people that I know, like nowadays, especially with kids, 
are literally homeless. They can't, there's a lot of people that I know that grew up on mommy's and daddy's money and no offense, but they're living on the streets. They have no idea what the hell to do with their life. I know people back in other states that are living on streets. They don't know what to do without having somebody take care of them. My mom would figure out any which way that she needed to to be able to take care of something. In the end, is it really worth it? Like, because it's not. I mean, in the end, you're going to have all these memories of what? You busting your ass and going to work fucking 24-7 for a nice house and no memories of you and your family. When you're on your deathbed, you're what you're going to have. I don't know. I kind of think that everybody just... Everybody goes their own ways. Yeah, everybody decides to make their own decisions. That everybody needs to at least somewhat relax and just like kick back and spend time with their families and do something other than stress and work. Focus on you, because in the end, it's, it's not worth it. It's really not. I think a lot of people don't necessarily take the time to think about what they're doing before they do it. Do you have any words that you would say to your peers, your generation? I think everybody needs to grow up just a little bit more. Try and be prepared for anything. Spend more time with family. Focus on school, because in the end, that diploma is fucking worth it. It really is. <laughs> I am 23 years old, and I used to fucking love school. And then over the years, you know, I hated it. And I am breaking my back, busting my ass, and trying not to fucking cry and break down every fucking day to try and survive and get that diploma to make it somewhere. I have here Xavian and he works at King Supers. Hi, I'm Xavier. Uh, I'm 19. Xavier, when you were graduating from high school, what hopes did you have for your future? Did you dream about getting a house, an apartment, a job, school? What came first? I've thought about all of it, right? But honestly, I've always wanted to be like the living the trippy hippie lifestyle. Go up into the mountains and become a ski bum. They don't make much money, but they get the free housing. It's where you work for the skiing companies, and you're making like 13 an hour, right? So they take like $70 out of each paycheck, and so you're you you're left with like maybe a couple hundred every month. How how would you afford housing and? Oh, the the ski company would give me lodging for free. When you were graduating, did you think of going to college at all? Oh, definitely for sure. But I don't think I'd be able to do it without like a FAFSA or anything that would be able to help me. I don't think I'd be able to get through afterwards. Or So I've been working here at King Supers trying to save up. I'm trying to go to school in Alaska because it's way cheaper over there to go to school. Are you discouraged by trying to get to school just because of the high cost of it? It doesn't matter about your education. It matters about like the experience and the stuff you had before. Do you feel the economy here in America is unstable? I feel like every position in America is unstable except for if you work at the airlines or you're a doctor or the last one, you're in the military. I think those are the only ones that are stable. <laughs> and what, what made you feel secure or insecure about the economy? And do you have any worries about being able to support yourself in this economy? I worry about it all the time. Honestly, I don't think I'd want to be in this economy. I'm, I've been to Mexico once, 
and I liked it. I've been to like so many, so many states. So, but you, <laughs> but you did spend time in Mexico. Yeah. And what what did you like about it? What was easier? I was young. I wasn't working in Mexico or anything, so I didn't really see too much of it. But it felt like more community, more relationships going on with everyone. You know, okay. it's not like just your mom, your dad. It's it's instead of your mom and your dad and your household. It's everyone everyone's household together. There's been a lot of talk about millennials. And whether your generation will have the same choices or not that previous generations had, do you feel obtaining housing on your own, job opportunities, and providing for a family someday is still an attainable goal for your generation? No, absolutely not. I think that obtaining a house is beyond anyone in my generation. Unless you're upper class, obviously. Nah, I don't think we'd be able to obtain a house unless we join the military and, like, put our life away behind time, you know? I think that rent is too much, and even if you do try to go through one of the housing companies, like the in-between, right? (laughs) I was there. I was at the in-between for a little bit. Um, It's a student living, sober living, uh, and low-income housing bottom floor of the building I was in was sober living, the middle floor was student living, and then the top floor was low-income living. And sober living, the people below us, students, um, there is nothing sober about sober living. It sounds like you've <laughs> had quite a few experiences in For sure. a very short amount of time. Are you So are you living at home with your family? I or live you with out? my dad right now, so... I moved back in with him. Where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself at the Burning Man Festival in five <laughs> years. Yes. Living like a trippy hippie in my van. One of my older siblings is in the baby boomer age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He is in retirement age. Him and his wife are thinking, we're going to sell our house. We're going to buy an RV. And their dream is to live in that RV. So what was considered this, oh my God, you can't do this, future... Yeah. It's now looking like both tricking out a, a van is now the thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Where do you find yourself at age 35? Do you... That's a long time from now, so... Maybe uh, airline mechanic somewhere. I, mean, pff, I don't know. That's like one of the best paying jobs, so... My generation's a total shit show, so... I'm so sorry for the uh, the future children, but we, we're, we're most likely going to, like, split this country somehow. It's going to happen. Well, there you have it. Two young American kids who seem more concerned about their futures than we were at their age. They have different concerns. We don't face when we did not face some of the issues they're facing today. With a struggling economy, the cost of education, and the rising prices of the housing market, which make it nearly impossible for them to even rent a home, much less buy one. In a great stroke of luck, Jason was able to interview a millennial who immigrated here in order to build a better life, who is also after a piece of the American pie. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hola, mi nombre es Pedro. Tengo 22 años y actualmente estoy viviendo en Longmont, Colorado, pero soy argentino. Hello, my name is Pedro. I'm 22, and currently I'm living in Colorado, but I'm Argentinian. When you were graduating from high school, what hopes did you have for your future? 
house, apartment, job, school. Todo cuando se están a punto de graduar, todos tienen como una idea más o menos de que voy a la universidad, me gradúo y, y empiezo a trabajar y tengo mi casa y, y la verdad que eso es totalmente diferente porque no sé pasan muchas cosas en el camino que uno no, no se imagina de lo que y eso afecta en el obviamente en tu futuro que supuestamente yo por ejemplo me quería yo me metí en la fuerza de aviación militar en la escuela de aviación militar que es parte de la fuerza aérea argentina y ese año no quedé entonces eso fue 2019 y 2000 2020 ahí dije bueno me preparo de vuelta y no quedé sabes entonces bueno empecé y en esa en ese momento como que muchas fiestas no trabajaba no estudiaba vivía con, con, mi, con mi familia entonces no tenía gasto digamos y ellos me mantenían y después bueno me fui para allá en, en plena pandemia estuve ocho meses encerrado ahí y ahí estuve un año y después me vine a vivir para acá y fue como, fueron como dos cambios muy drásticos porque primero que nada de no hacer nada en mi vida paso a ser militar que es ser responsable, despertarse todo lo día temprano, estudiar, estudiar, estudiar estar físicamente preparado pero capaz que no físicamente pero mentalmente tenía que estar al 100 todos los días porque vos oh, ahí sos la basura de las basuras ¿Entendés? Entonces tenés que estar con una mentalidad fuerte de no decir, bueno, que a un punto te puede ya afectar lo que te dice el otro, pero ahí están todo el día como metiéndote presión en todo, tipo, comiendo, para, para correr, para hablar, para saber, todo tiene que ser el mejor y como que te exigen mucho y de ahí eh, venir acá a un país que, no sé, que ni es mi mismo idioma, una cultura totalmente diferente. Y, y, a, y a tener mi propia responsabilidad de trabajar, pagar mis cosas, mi servicio, todo. Everybody, when they're about to graduate, has the idea, more or less, that I'm going to university, I'll graduate, I'll start to work and have my house. And the truth of that is totally different because, I don't know, a lot of things happen along the way that you don't imagine, and that obviously affects your future. For example, I entered the Military Aviation Force in the School of Military Aviation. That's part of the Argentinian Air Force. And that year, I didn't stay. So that was 2019, 2020, around there. I said, well, I'm prepared to return, and I didn't stay, you know, so... Well, at that time, I started partying. I wasn't working, I wasn't studying. I was living with my family, so I didn't have expenses to speak of. And they took care of me. And after, well, I went back there in the middle of the pandemic. I was there eight months confined, and I was there a year. And after I came to live here, these were like two very drastic changes, because... First of all, from not doing anything with my life, I became a military officer, which is being responsible, waking up early every morning, studying, 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 being physically prepared, not just physically, but mentally. You have to be 100% every day, because there I did the trash of the trash, you understand? So you have to have a strong mentality. Not to mention that one point later already affects what the other one tells you. But they're putting pressure all day, in every way, eating, to run, to speak, to know everything. You have to be the best. And, like, they demand a lot from you. And then coming here to a country that I don't know, that isn't even the same language, a culture totally different, and to have my own responsibility of working, paying for my things, my services, and everything. As you got older, did you feel you still had good opportunities, or did you feel the economy here in America was unstable? What made you feel secure or insecure about the economy and your ability to support yourself? Claro, y una de las razones por la que yo vine acá fue justamente por la economía argentina. 
porque allá nos pagaban en la fuerza era 100 dólares al mes tipo en 30 días yo solamente ganaba 100 dólares para mantenerme digamos y vine acá y bueno una una situación económica diferente donde acá me no sé gano 700 en una semana 650 y, y si bien todavía no sé mucho la economía de acá pero es como que la plata te rinde para todo y la gente acá está acostumbrada a, no sé, que por ejemplo, no sé, suba, acá lo bueno es que las cosas suben, pero así como suben, bajan de precio. Allá en Argentina sube, 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 sube. Y la gente acá no se da cuenta de eso, que acá las cosas sí bajan. Y eso está, eso está bueno. One of the reasons that I came was just because of the Argentinian economy. Because in the Air Force, we get paid $100 a month. With 30 days, only me for nothing, $100 to support myself. I came here to a different economic situation, where here, I don't know, I earned 700 a week, 650, and while I still don't know a lot about the economy here, but it's like money goes farther. And the people here are used to, I don't know, for example, it rises here, but the good thing is that costs rise, but in addition to rising, they also fall in price. In Argentina, it just rises, 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 rises. And people here don't realize that, that here prices do fall. And this is good. There's been a lot of talk about millennials and whether your generation will have the same choices or not that previous generations had. Do you feel obtaining housing on your own, job opportunities, and providing for a family of your own someday is still attainable for your generation? Or do you feel these financial prospects are much harder for millennials? Y yo creo que capaz que en esta época sí es un poco más difícil tener casa pero digamos que en, la, en las generaciones anteriores la mayoría tenían casa y la mayoría de los que están ahora capaz que heredaron la casa de sus padres pero no significa que en esta generación no se pueda digamos si uno verdaderamente quiere lo puede obtener digamos obviamente no, no es fácil o mucho sacrificio pero yo creo que sí que con mucho esfuerzo sí uno puede adquirir y tenés mil oportunidades, por ejemplo, de que eso se pague solo, porque no sé, por ejemplo, yo agarro una casa, ok, alquilo, eh, rento dos habitaciones. Listo, con eso capaz no pago todo, pero pago la mitad y se te hace más leve. I think that in these times it is a little more difficult to have a house, but we could say that in previous generations most people had a house and that most people nowadays inherited the house from their parents. But that doesn't mean that in this generation it can't be done. If someone really wants one, they can have one. Obviously, it's not easy. There's a lot of sacrifice for it. But I think that with great effort, you can have one. And you have a thousand opportunities, for example, to pay for one. For example, I rent two rooms from a house. And with that, I don't pay everything but for half. And it makes it easier for you. What challenges do you feel are unique to your generation? Yo creo que, que yo creo que lo que cuesta mucho hoy en mi generación es el estudio ah, bueno por lo menos en Argentina a nadie le gusta estudiar a nadie a nadie y acá yo creo que también pero como acá hay mucha más población que en Argentina como que no se nota tanto eso pero sí como hay mucha gente que estudia el doble que gente que no I think what's difficult for many in my generation today is their studies well at least in Argentina nobody likes to study nobody And here, I think that it's the same, but here there's a larger population than in Argentina, so it's not as noticeable. There are a lot of people studying, twice as many as people who don't. Is education in Argentina expensive? 
En Argentina, no, allá la... Allá la mayoría de las universidades son gratuitas, entonces no, tipo, no tenés que preocupar por pagar o cosas así. Acá es más caro. En Argentina, no. There most universities are free, so you don't have to worry about paying or anything like that. Here it's more expensive. Where do you see yourself at age 35? Yo a los 35 y no sé, yo me imagino ya bien establecido mi casa, si es posible, mejor. Mejor si tengo mi casa, si no, bueno, pero con una buena posición económica, no de decir, wow, soy multimillonario, por decir, no sé, me, doy un, me puedo dar un lujo, me puedo ir de viaje y tener mis cosas. Y si es posible, me gustaría tener mi propio restaurante, pero es algo muy difícil, pero no, no imposible, tampoco sería un buen ese sería un buen desafío, creo yo. Me, at 35, I don't know, I imagine well established in my home, if that's possible, that would be better. It's better if I have a house. But if not, at least in a good economic condition. Not like, wow, I'm a multimillionaire, but say, I can give myself some luxury, I can travel and have my things. And if it's possible, I'd like to have my own restaurant. But it's something very difficult. But not impossible either. That would be a great challenge, I think. Would you like to add any final comments? Digamos, lo que no hace nada por su vida acá en Estados Unidos porque verdaderamente no quieren, porque este literalmente es el país de la oportunidad de quiera o no admitirlo. Es así. Sure, that those who don't do anything with their lives here in the U.S. truly don't want to because it's literally the country of opportunity. Whether you want to admit it or not, it's true. Folks, after having gone through this little mini-series on work, what work means to us, what it's doing to our mental health, our physical health, and what the young generation coming up is feeling about their prospects. I have to say, I'm amazed at the resiliency of these three young people. If anyone had any ideas that millennials were somehow lacking in work ethic, I want to say here and now, that is not the case. There's a difference between being apathetic because you have no interest in anything, which is how many people view the millennials, and feeling apathetic because the stakes are against you and you have no control in the first place. Do I mean to say that this is an excuse for young people? No, I'm well aware of a few single moms out there who learned the art of the side hustle, the gig economy everybody keeps talking about, in sales on top of their day jobs. In order to buy that first condo, then that townhome, then a single family home, they worked their way up, just like some of us had to do, only without the help of their parents. The American dream, I think, it's just my opinion, can still be had if you get lucky with some of these passive forms of income or if you do have family that can help you. There is, honestly, unless you have your own business and it's taken off and there's been no hiccups, most young people need their parents' help. That's just the way the cookie crumbled. And what I sense from hearing these stories is this. Millennials are finding ways to bring in income. They are willing to do what they have to do without the resources we had of a college education. And perhaps in that way, they are more clever than we were. And with this attitude that they will find a path of least resistance, it seems almost intrinsic in them that they may actually have a better shot at finding a balance between having enough to support themselves, being happy, and still following their creative endeavors and or having the family they always wanted. Maybe it's because they have a different standard than we were trained to have. More, more, more. That was the theme of the 80s. Bigger and better houses, 
bigger lifestyles. What is that? What was that show? Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? That's what we grew up with, thinking that that is an ideal life. An ideal of life that our parents had is not necessarily what we needed as a generation, but we wanted it. It was what was on TV, but this is a different world. I almost believe that these younger folks are so much more adaptable than we have been to all the changes our new America has thrown at them. Just because they go about doing things differently than us Gen Xers were brought up to do, from point A to point B to point C, does not make their efforts any less valid. So here is to forging your own paths. Here is to getting creative, and here is to the generation coming up. May you continue to have the courage to continue to think outside the box, carve out new ways of getting things done. And to all you young people who worry about your futures, you've got this. And may you have the know-how to change how things are done, to shake things up, to rage against the machine for yourselves and for the people coming up behind you. Deep Spinach is a production of Javi Media on the web at javimedia.net. Avi Media.